What is up, everybody? How's it going? Welcome to another episode. If you are watching on YouTube right now, you got a little bit of my after shower self. I just got out and I have my hair all rolled up. And it's nice, too. I, I, did, a, I did a nice job. Thank you, Mom. Thank you, sister. Yeah, I, was, I grew up in a mostly female household. That's why I have it wrapped up right now. I, uh, I learned from the best. My dad wasn't around a lot, so I picked up some things, some characteristics. And I didn't know this folding technique was going to be, you know, coming useful. But I got long hair. And I don't know if what you think that like my hair just, I just wake up in the morning. I do a little extra prayer and it just happens. No, it takes work. It takes effort. And I put in, you have to buy the extra shampoo, the separate conditioner. You got to buy all, everything separate. You got to do the little oils and, you know, all this kinds of stuff. It's, just, it's a lot of effort. You can't do that one in eight stuff that guys use. Oh, hair, body, teeth, mouth, rinse, everything, all in just in one bottle. I wish I could do that. No, I got to buy everything separate. And the towel thing's nice sometimes. I just wanted to show it off. Although, also, isn't that a little weird? It's not very masculine for you to have your hair wrapped up like that and showing, showing it off to everybody. Well, I didn't ask for your opinion, okay? I, I wanted to show it off because, honestly, I did a great job. I actually just wanted to show it off mostly because I know my mom watches this podcast. And so I wanted to see, uh, I wanted her to call me after this, after she watches it. And I want her to tell me how good of a job I did. She's like, Dawson, it's exactly how I taught you. So it's more for my mom than it is for anybody else. And that should get an aw. You did it for your mother. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes I, I just like to, Sometimes I just like to go. I have roommates. I'll just walk out of the shower with my hair wrapped up. They're like, who just got out of the shower? They just see the back of me. Didn't isn't Dawson? Isn't Dawson Christian? Is he trying to stay celibate? Well, who did he bring home last night? Who did you just get out of the shower? I turn around. Oh, it's Dawsina. I didn't know he had his hair wrapped up. Dawson, you freaked me out a little bit. Celibate. 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 I think I'm saying the right word, but I'm not 100% on if it's... Do you ever get like that? You say a word, and it's a little bit of a bigger word that you're not used to saying, and you don't know if it came out correctly or not. So now you get all insecure about it, and you go to Google, which I'm about to do. Celibate. And I like to sing as I type in stuff because I hate awkward silence. Especially in a podcast when you're doing it by yourself. It's super weird celibate let's see if i got this right let's turn this all the way up ladies and gentlemen celibate celibate ding 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 one for one for dawson one for one for dawson oh i am i gotta give myself a pat on the back for that one they i didn't believe in myself that's the one time i like google i like i there's a a terrible relationship that I have with Google. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this hair thing off now. I gotta take it off before I get in get in my Google rant. Where am I gonna put this? Put that right there. Oh, look at that! See that? Look at the long blonde in there. Woo! Looking good. I'm just saying, if you're just listening to this on audio right now, you have to pause it and go on YouTube. I. This is some magic, like after shower hair, it can't get any better. It can't get any better than some after shower flow. Thank you, Jesus. All right, back to the norm. <laughs> Without, with the headphones on, towel off. Oh, now I got to get that, now I got to get my hair all situated. Oh. <clears throat> Come on. The headphones. I'm just, I I guess I'm just having a bad time right now. I got to put the hair behind the ears. And let's see here. Y'all bear with me. Hopefully y'all didn't click out yet. There we go. <laughs> here we are, ladies and gentlemen. Here we are. Um, but I, I have bangs that are a little bit too short right now. And so whenever I put them behind my ears, they just like to fall forward. And so... 
a lot of hair talk to begin this podcast, but I mean, we might as well start out with that. And uh, um, I do wear hats when it's windy outside. Before we get into anything else, it just reminded me I, I, you you probably know by now I walk from bus stop to bus stop a lot, and I I'm outside a heavy amount, and I'm now in a desert and it's flat and so. A lot of wind, so when it when it gusts outside, it really gusts, and and that's one thing that I don't understand. I uh, I wish a you know I hope a lady would sit me down or some some woman would sit me down and actually answer this question. Uh, you can uh, email me, DM me, message me, whatever uh, the answer to this question uh, that I'm about to have. But how is it when a woman goes outside? And it's windy. Her hair stays great. Have you ever noticed that? I do because I have long hair. I pay attention. There'll be a girl. I'll be walking on one side of the sidewalk. There'll be a girl on the other side getting the same gust of wind. I'm over there, hair blowing all in my face. All in my face. It's just, I'm trying to get it all situated. I look like I'm schizophrenic. I look like I'm psychotic. What's wrong with him? I, I look like I'm going through cobwebs is what it looks like. He, I'm just constantly trying to get the hair out of my face. I look nuts is what I'm trying to get at. And then there's a girl. As soon as I get all situated, there'll be a girl, same gust of wind, and her hair hasn't moved a bit. There might be a bang that goes in the front, but it always just stays nice. Is it hairspray? Do y'all have some magic formula that y'all put in? Please let me know. Please let me know because I uh, I don't like wearing hats all the time when it's windy outside. It's not because of that myth either. Oh, if you wear hats too much, you're going to lose your hair. That's not true, Mom. I trusted you. I trusted I Not trusted. I trust you on that logic. But uh, I've done some internet research. And when I mean I- uh, internet research, I mean I went to Reddit. And that's a trustworthy site. And on there, I found out that it might not be true. And I've done my own research. I wear a hat half the week. There's seven days, three of them. I'm probably wearing a hat because it's just easier. And I haven't lost it yet. Either either this is a blessing or it might not be completely true. I'm not saying it can't be true it just might not be completely true. So wear those hats, gentlemen. The hat is not keeping you from growing luscious hair. It's other things. I don't know what other things could contribute to that. Bad genetics, mostly. If you have bad genetics as a male and you're balding, I am. I get it. I'm taking stuff for it right now. I've, I think I've mentioned on the podcast before. I put the little drops in in the morning. I'm not embarrassed of it. I'm not trying to call you out, uh, guys that are balding, Okay. You just, you got to get hop on it early. And so I'll be praying for every guy's bald head. You know, you don't want it to go away. You want to try to grow it out. I'll be praying for you. Put those chia pet seeds in there. Ch-ch-ch-chia. You know, hopefully you can get something going. By the grace of God, let there be hair. Because at least until you get married, you got to look your best. You got to look, you got to just mm, look your best until you get married. I know this because everybody that gets married, uh, my mom was, and I was, I, I'm talking about a lot, I'm talking about my mom a lot on this podcast, but I, just to, because I call her every Sunday because that's the best time to call. She's off of work. I don't have any work. I just got out of church. She got out of church and we'll have long conversations on the phone while I'm on the bus or the bus stop and stuff. And I've noticed this too. The craziest stuff happens at the bus stop or in public whenever I'm on the phone with my mom. If I'm not on the phone, everything's all peace and settled. But as soon as I get on the phone, people want to get in fights. There's arguments that are happening right in front of me. There's just crazy things. Like just today, Sunday, I get out of church. I'm calling my mom. I'm on the phone with her. I get on the bus. There's this guy that gets on the bus. He he doesn't have a pass. Sometimes the bus driver's nice and goes, hey, come on in. I'm feeling good today. Well, guess what? This bus driver wasn't. Wasn't having it. He gets on the bus. He just tries to go right by. She goes, hold on a second. 
what, 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 what is this? He's like, I only got a five. I don't have a bus pass. Can I just get on? And she's like, no, $2 go one way. And she just, that's all she did. And he was like, does anybody have a dollar? Does anybody have it? He just starts asking for a dollar. Hey, can you split a five? Hey, can you, Hey, can you split a five? I'm on the phone with my mom while this is all going on. She's yelling, hey, get off the bus. You're not asking for a dollar. Don't everybody ignore him. He's not saying anything. Get off the bus. Whatever. Basically, they got into a whole fist fight. Not a, They didn't get into an actual fist fight, but he got off the bus, and he was saying some not-so-nice things. And she was saying some not-so-nice things to him, too. And I thought I was about to see a fist fight between bus driver and uh, pedestrian, but... I didn't. Another crazy thing that happened while I was on the phone with my mom, guys, just two guys in the back of the bus. They're like, hey, wait until next stop. You just hear them chatter a little bit. I'm like, hey, mom, I'm going to put you on mute real quick because I don't want her hearing this stuff. She already worries about me enough anyways. I don't want to have to worry about something else. Two guys, they get up on the bus. They start arguing and cussing at each other. Not, Not nice things once again. They both, they pull the little string or whatever to get on the next stop. They're like, oh, no, wait until we get off. Oh, no, wait until we get off. Oh, yeah. Wait until they get off. Oh, they got off, all right. They got off at the bus stop and they started, I'm throwing haymakers. Throwing that street melatonin, just fist, face, fist, face. The bus was driving away, but I was getting an HD 4K view of this. If I wasn't on the phone, would I might have snuck a picture? Maybe snuck a video? That probably wouldn't have been really Christian-like of me. I would have deleted it later because I probably would have felt guilty. I'm not one of those to post it on YouTube and be like, Oh, you can't believe what I saw it. No. I don't want to post people when they're at their lowest. And those two guys are at their lowest. I don't know what they were in a fist fight about, but I'm telling you, I don't know. We need more love. It's what we need. We need more love uh, today. It's not that hard to love, but I guess after COVID, it's gotten everybody a little just tensed up. Just uh. after COVID, there's just all uh. no one wants to talk to each other anymore unless they're fighting. Man, pray, 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 pray. That's all I got to say about that. that I uh, kind of went on a little bit of a tangent. I don't even know what direction this was all going, but I I went from celibate to different kinds of hair and then also my mom got brought up and I was like you know what I'm just gonna slip in a conversation that I had with my mom today and just the wild stories that come along with it um it'd be kind of interesting though if I did have her on a phone call while I'm doing a podcast and all of a sudden just two people just slam through uh the bathroom door and they're just like fist fighting I'm like man I cannot get away from a fight whenever my mom's on a conversation it's just my luck but Anyways, celibate Google. Uh, there was multiple reasons why I didn't do a podcast last week. I know I don't have to apologize, but I want to because I want to hold myself accountable. I like doing a podcast. I want to post one because I, I know people enjoy it. And when I'm off a week, I have to feel like I give an excuse. So buckle up. Uh, here's your here's your excuse. It's not really a great one, but here it, here it goes. I wasn't feeling great. Last episode, you know, you kind of heard a little bit of a... <clears throat> You know, I had to keep on doing that constantly. Well, that <clears throat> got a little bit worse, and I felt terrible. I had to go to a doctor. I had to figure out something. Uh, I also had, like, a lymph node in my uh, left armpit. It's a little bit bigger than the rest, and uh, I got this thing called anxiety. I get it from my mom, and so I uh, tend to over-worry about everything, just over-worry about that. And Google doesn't help at all. You know, the the celibate thing, awesome. It was just, uh, I'm glad we were on the same page. It boosted me up. It was like my hype man for once. But when you're looking up what sickness you have, when you're trying to pinpoint it and see if it's worth going to a walk-in clinic or a doctor for, or you can just kind of just go get some medicine, at a, at a Walgreens or a CVS or some convenience store. When you're trying to decipher those things, Google is no help. That's what I've realized. Google is no help when you're sick 
and you're trying to figure out what you have because it immediately assumes the worst. I'm like, okay, swollen lymph node under left armpit, cancer. What was that, Google? I'm, I think I typed it in. I misspelled some things. Swollen lymph node on left armpit. Enter. Cancer. Thanks, Google. Now, you took my anxiety level from a mid up to here. Up to here. And I know. I know it says in the Bible not to worry. I think it says it like over a hundred times. Don't be afraid. Don't fear. It's hard. It's a constant battle between flesh and spirit in this household or this apartment. Uh, especially because I, I, that's just what, that's just my weakness. I just, I haven't, I just get, you just get stressed out. You get anxiety over the littlest things. Something's just a slightly little bit wrong. And then you try to calm yourself down by Google and Google just like, don't worry. Let me take it over and just amp it up to a thousand. You got cancer. Oh, I got a stuffy nose. No. You got a tumor in your brain. It's not a stuffy nose. Thanks, Google. Now I'm going to go to Yahoo because maybe that would work a little bit better. So I don't know. Uh, I feel a lot better. I went to a few walk-in clinics, got everything figured out. It's all good. God's good. It's peachy. I think God at the end of it was just laughing at me because of how much of a hypochondriac I was being because I... Yeah, I just I get like that sometimes. So I know for a fact Jesus and God and they were probably getting a real kick out of it. They're like, just wait until he finds out that it's nothing, and he wasted five hours in a walk-in clinic. Just wait until he finds out. This dude really he's gonna waste his time. Five hours in a walk-in clinic. I had a I had a schedule appointment too. Walk-in clinics and DMVs are exactly the same. I don't know what you call DMV, whatever. You know the place that you go get your driver's license at? I know there's different names in different states, but we all go do the same transaction there. Get your license plate, get your tags, whatever. That place and the walk-in clinic are the two worst places to go. It's the two worst. It takes forever. I even I had a scheduled appointment because I know the walk-in clinics take forever. I called them up and said, hey, when is your next appointment? Oh, 3.40, come on in. All right. I was there at 3.40. They didn't get me in until like 6.30. Five-hour transaction. Ended up finding out I'm the healthiest boy on the planet. They're like, well, I mean, since you're here, you know, we just, you know, that lymph node is just a little bit bigger than the rest. You're also super skinny. Excuse me. I don't know why I burp sometimes just in the, I don't know, it's just get all amped up and then just comes out but i tried to burp away from the mic that time so apologize to all the ears but yeah i found out i'm a really healthy boy she did a full physical on me full physical head to toe physical which is great i loved it because it really toned down my anxiety level i didn't have any anxiety about it anymore uh or about anything she was like man let's check your heart let's check your ears let's check your throat let's check everything all the rest of the lymph nodes. she's like yeah it seems like you're just a um what's the word a baby that's what you are a ginormous baby you think you're god soldier really are you kidding me seriously you're literally you're wearing floaties that's what kind of god soldier you are you're wearing floaties for a puddle that's what you're doing little baby little baby dawson whatever that's what she made me feel like that's what she made me feel like um, but I did think this was also weird too, because I never noticed this in the other physicals that I've gotten in the past. I think that was like my first one in like a long, long time. But I remember in high school, I never had this question. And I don't know if it was just because it was a high school or a high school thing is my age, but, uh, uh, in physicals now, I guess they ask you, or it's a normal thing to ask you, uh, how sexually active you are. Uh, and they check for STDs because I think that's just like a big problem nowadays. I didn't know that was a, a major issue that needs to be in physicals. I mean, physical is just like your you know, normal health level. 
just like your I didn't know STDs play a part in it, but <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's the weirdest thing. It it could be completely normal question, I guess, but I to me, what has this world come to that in your normal physical, where they check your heart, your ears, your nose, your throat, or whatever, in America, when has it ever been normal to be like, hey, are you sexually active right now? Well, while we also run tests on seeing how your kidneys are and stuff like that, we're going to have to check for chlamydia. We're going to have to check for this, that, and the next, you know, just to make sure you're all good. What? How gross <laughs> are you? Oh, I don't know. I didn't know that had to be a part of a physical now, but um, be praying about that. That's not good. That's just that's just showing where the world's coming to at this point where an STD exam is part of a physical. But... um. You don't. You don't have to worry about that. I didn't have to do that. Uh, didn't have to do that section because of celibacy. Celibate. What was that again? Google. Can Can you just repeat that one time? What was that? Celibate. Celibate. There we go. Amen. But I. Uh, I just thought that was kind of odd that they had that in the physical. <laughs> but uh, pay your rent. Pay your rent. That was another thing that uh, kind of hindered me last week and made this kind of a awkward uh, situation of where I couldn't do a podcast episode. It didn't, it didn't add on to it, add to it anymore or any better. But you know, we have one less roommate now because uh, they just didn't pay their rent on time. No hard feelings, but it is what it is. Uh, I, I, and I, I, you're probably listening to this right now, and maybe some of y'all are those the roommates that either pay their rent late, don't pay it on time, or you still haven't. We are nine, ten days in now, or whenever you listen to this podcast, it might be 14 days in, but we're nine days into the new month, and you still haven't paid rent. You're still behind. And if you are that roommate, I just want to just want to tell you, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. I'm just disappointed. You're not. You're letting all your other roommates down. You made one, one. You signed a lease. You made a commitment, and you failed. Pay it on time. Pay it on time. And I know. I know. In this generation, we're very. Uh, passive aggressive when it comes to situations like this you don't really know like hey man you're you're behind on rent you're behind don't worry send it, send them a video send this to them like send this directly to them the person that's not pay their rent on time send this to the roommate that's either late on their rent behind still haven't paid hey it's that time of the month again Oh yeah, it's rent. Rent is due. Actually, you know what? They came off way too goofy. I need to be more stern. I need to be really stern. I just need to get. I need to get directly to the point. Is what it is. Hey. Hey, what's up, dude? Or lady? Either way, it's rent. It's a, it's the beginning of the month. What are you doing? Now I see your stories that you're posting. Oh, you're out there with your friends. You're going to movies, paying for all these different kinds of food and whatever. Oh, oh I know. Oh, yeah, you'll get rent Friday. Oh, you'll pay me Friday. That's what you'll pay me. No, done. You're late for rent. It's game over. It's time. I want Cash App, Venmo, cash in hand. You can even put a check. I don't even know those things exist anymore. I will take any form of payment. And by the end of this video, if you do not pay me the rent that you owe, you are going to experience my side hustle. It's a moving company starting these two arms, and you're my first customer because you're out of here. You are out of here. Pay rent. There you go. Send that. I think that was. I think that was good enough. I think it was stern enough, to the point, and I think we can clip that up, and uh, that that will scare them into paying it, you know, or at least moving out the next day. Whichever one, 
Because I'm not passive aggressive. I get that from my mom. Bluntness. Yeah, about as blunt as you're going to get over here. But yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. The paying rent thing. In these, in these people, you know, I see mostly girls, but it's guys too. I see some guys for during the summer, they'll just pay for a whole whole trip. They'll go go to six countries during the summer. How do you even afford that? How do you afford to be able to do all those things? Go to all those countries during the summer. You go to six different countries. You come back and you pretend like it was nothing. You went where? Oh, I just went to Italy. I went to Italy, and then I went to Boca, and then I went to Greece, and then we kind of, we just stopped. And they talk about it like it's a gas station. Oh, we just we just stopped by uh, um, we we just stopped by Great Britain. You know, we just stopped by Europe, got some avocado toast. It was no big deal. Made a little pit stop over in Europe in Germany, and uh, we took a wrong turn at Italy and. We had to make a U-turn around and we went back up. What are you talking about? You went to six countries during the summer and you're going to pretend like you didn't just go across the world? And those are the same people that can't pay rent. Those are the same people that are late on rent. Are those same people, the ones that are just... They're the same people. Get your priorities straight. Look, I'm not good with finances. I'll be honest. I'm not good with finances either. But I pay my rent. That's all I gotta say about it. So if you if you if you're one of those people that went to like six different countries during the summer and then still haven't paid your rent, oh, that's a double no. I don't even, that's not even worth sending you that video. I hope you're getting kicked out right now. To the curb. I hope it's that style where it's like in the movie where the boyfriend comes back and the girlfriend's just dumping all the stuff on the balcony and just dishing it out. Just, you're done. You're out of here. Here's your hoodies, your shirts, all of it. It's gone. It's done. It's all pour out on the balcony and I hope you're standing there going oh why I just got back from Italy what's my stuff at oh I didn't pay rent that's why how do you go on these crazy trips how I mean I know how but it's still interesting it's still still interesting um Tell your parents thank you is what I'm trying to get at too. Tell your parents thank you. Tell them that you love them. Tell them that you love them. Uh, I also got uh, I got roller skates. That that's I know this is just a wild. You're gonna have to link some stuff together, but I got some roller skates. They're pretty cool. Uh, I got them to. I gotta fix this bang. There we go. It's good now. It was it was annoying me. And when there was when there's even no wind, hair's just in my face. Tell me your secret, ladies. Tell me your secrets of how to keep hair out of your face. Anyways, I uh, I bought some rollerblades. I invested in some rollerblades. I I don't know. I I unlocked a memory because at this camp that I work at, uh, uh, just there's a roller skating rink inside like the health center. And so in this health center, there's all these roller skates, roller rink, and we take the kids there every day. They put on their skates, and we just skate around for 45 minutes. And I've been doing that, and it's been unlocking memories of back in middle school when my mom would just drop me off at a roller skating rink, and I loved it. I kind of forgot about that memory, but it's nice just to be able to roller skate around, listening to music, and you're just, it's a it's a great feeling. And so... I got to have a little bit of that memory unlocked. And so now I was like, I had the great idea of going, well, you know what? I Sometimes I have a long travel in between bus stops and I'm constantly walking or whatever. How about I buy a pair of rollerblades and I just rollerblade from bus stop to bus stop around Phoenix. And you don't see it much, so maybe you'll brighten somebody's day. Who knows? 
I don't know. Whatever impact is good. I might just get blank stares and be like, what is this kid doing? It's bumpy terrain everywhere. But these are these these wheels are meant to be outside. So we'll see how it goes. I mean, I tried it out already. It didn't go so well. I busted it. Busted it going across a, a crosswalk. Busted it. Everybody saw, or the few people saw. I, I don't know what their reactions were. I wasn't paying attention, but I hope that you know they got some enjoyment out of it. Because whether I get good at it or not, in the end, in the end, uh, it's it's worth the it's worth the money. And so I just hope it pans out. Got some rollerblades, and I'm about to be zipping to bus stop to bus stop, cutting my. Hopefully, I'm gonna time it tomorrow, and hopefully, I can cut my time down, and uh, where I don't have to walk. But I busted it so bad, busted it, and so I. I just been I just went around a little bit. And I think the hardest thing is to avoid the cracks because some of the cracks are pretty good size and even if you lift your leg up, you'll put your leg down and then the back wheel will catch it and it just makes you off balance. So I have to figure it's a it's a lot bigger of a process rollerblading outside than it is inside. I don't know why I didn't connect those two things together, but it's gonna be a whole different beast. So, uh, I, I want to bring rollerblading back is what I'm trying to get at. And so buy some rollerblades, make somebody happy, go out there and, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I saw an old man rollerblading the other day and it made me smile. So I'm thinking maybe the same thing will correlate or maybe people will be like, oh, cool. That's rollerblading's coming back. Who knows? But I... I bought some rollerblades and now I am excited uh, it, because it makes you feel like a kid again, or at least with me uh, in middle school, it makes you feel like a kid again. Uh, it's like uh, watching kids movies. I, I, I watch these little kid movies all the time, like Frozen, Frozen 2, whatever. And I did not know that I related to that little snowman so much on Frozen, but I love Olaf. Olaf, uh, I wish I could be an Olaf sometimes. He just looks at life and he's just so joyful of just being there. Whatever treacherous thing happens, he's just like, oh, awesome, cool. Terror, oh, great. Doesn't stress out about a thing. Like, I'm, I want to be an Olaf. That's the goal. He's a he's the snowman in Frozen, just a heads up if you don't know what that is, but... I've been watching a lot of kids' movies lately, and, and I don't know if you've ever had this experience watching a kids' movie as like a more like as you got older, or like you know maybe you have a cousin or you know a baby sister or whatever, but you watch kids' movies and you're like older now, and you just think, man, life is just so simple in a kids' movie. It's a easy plot. Uh, you already know what's going to end up happening. A ha- always a happy ending, and there's just a story throughout. I'm like, man. I would love to live in a kid's movie sometimes. I'm like, it's just so peaceful. You already know what's up. And you're just, wow, great. And so I got roller skates or roller blades. And now it's going to be, it's going to be a nice little adventure to see how those things all pan out. I, I really don't know how it's all going to pan out, but (laughs) Hopefully, hopefully nothing insane happens other than today. I almost uh, broke my arm trying to go across a crosswalk. But other than that, it's great. And so be praying uh, for me as I go and, you know, have this adventure or this next journey uh, into rollerblading. If you want to do that with me, go get you some rollerblades. Send me a video of you rollerblading around. And we're gonna we're gonna make this popular again because why not bring a smile onto somebody's face? I've realized that that it's been so simple. It's so simple to easily bring a smile onto somebody's face. To, uh, now, I don't know if COVID helped out with that, but I overthink everything, and I'm like, okay, man, how can I brighten up somebody's day today? Sometimes, and or I I just overthink it. And simply opening the door for somebody, it just melts their soul now. 
something that to me it seems so common sense they don't even know what just happened they're just like hold on a second what someone's being nice a young person being nice oh unheard of i got on the bus there was this one kid i mean he was like 17 18 but he's i mean around my age he gets on the bus immediately just ignores the bus driver and goes on i get on there i scan my little bus pass and the bus driver before he could finish the sentence he was about to be like oh man all you people all, all you young people in this generation have no respect or or no manners or or something something to that term and all of a sudden i looked at him and i was like hey thanks man i appreciate it and he before he finished that sentence he's just like oh except for you man i don't know i don't know and i didn't know in that moment that that would bring him just thanking him to thanking him dr- simply driving would bring his day up even anymore but i uh I don't know. I It's sad. I don't know if it's just the area that I'm in or the time that I'm in, but I just I just don't see a lot of people being nice to people. And it just kind of sucks to see. I guess because back in my hometown, it just was a lot easier to see that, I guess, in a perspective. But out here in Phoenix, it's kind of like a West Coast kind of thing going and i don't know it's just different i don't know if covid had anything to do with it or uh it's just a different type of person out here i i don't know but i just wanted to encourage the fact that the small things matter i uh the the small things really really do matter you know simply giving someone a, a lighter someone asked for a lighter the other day and I, I didn't have a lighter, but I gave him a dollar to go get a lighter and it melted his soul, melted, melted his heart. And, and he was like, oh, thanks, man. I appreciate it. You know, and he, I don't know. He just seemed genuinely like really like enjoyed it. He was like ready to get that lighter. It was the small things that mattered. I only wonder how many people he asked for a lighter and everybody ignored him. And I wonder just how many people along that line until uh, he, it got to me. I, I don't know. It just makes me think. It makes me think about that sometimes. But anyways, let's, uh, let's move on into the Bible. A uh, little bit of the scripture portion. Since, I mean, we're just, we'll just roll right on into that. Uh, the scripture portion. Uh, I have for you... Um, uh, it was a sermon from last Sunday that, uh, from a church that I'm going to, uh, I'm trying that community thing. I think, uh, I have found the church that is for me. So praise God. That's awesome, man. Like I, uh, I'm pumped up. I'm just, you know, trying to get connected, take it one step at a time, but I'm feeling really good about this church. And last Sunday, the pastor had a really, really good sermon and, uh, he talked to, he was in Revelations too. He was talking about faith in trials and uh, how will we be faithful and endure until the end? That was the big question was how will we be faithful and endure until the end? And <clears throat> I don't know. I was so impacted by what he's had to say, um, talking about revelation and talking about different things in scripture and stuff that I had to personally kind of, I just was like, I got to share this with other people. Because it, um, I, I don't know if people are going through similar seasons that I'm going through, uh, or you know, I know everybody has trials and stuff, but it's really hard for me to think in a perspective of of a uh, of the like internal life in heaven. Like that's what we're living for. We're every day we should be living for the fact of eternity, uh, of like the he- of heaven, instead of like the things of the world, and. It seems so, uh, as Christians, it should seem like such like a, oh, common sense thing. Oh, of course, yeah, all this is going to deteriorate. It's all meaningless or whatever. But, I mean, I get caught up in it all the time. Finances, simple little stresses. I mean, just little stuff like, I mean, it just, I get caught up in this, in this worldly thing of like, I'm just not thinking, you know, eternally of what of heaven because i mean you're not gonna be able to bring any of this stuff uh into 
into heaven. All these things that you work for, that house, that car, that family, all these things you're not going to be able to take into heaven. And so the thing is, it was like, if you put in that perspective, you should just take it a day at a time. And you just be like, all right, cool. Well, I'm just, everything that I'm building up right now, is it just needs to be thinking of the mindset and building it up for heaven. Um, and it was really cool because he just kind of broke down like a lot of like just a few little steps or a few little things of like a really good reminder. Um, and one big thing that I really got was uh, it was in Revelations 2. I said Revelations. It's Revelation. I said Revelations. It's Revelation. By the way, there's no S. I know there's no S, but sometimes I added S. I don't know why I add an S, but I do. There's only one. And I got roasted by my college minister by that. Like in Arkansas, in my hometown, I got roasted because I accidentally said Revelations. I was speaking too fast, kind of like I was, or I didn't know where I just was speaking, and Revelations came out instead of Revelation, and I got roasted. So it is Revelation without the S, uh, chapter 2, verse 10, and it says, Don't be afraid of what you're about to suffer. Look, the devil's about to throw uh, some of you into prison to test you, and you will have afflictions for 10 days. Be faithful unto death, and I will give you the crown of life. That ending, I'm going to repeat that one more time. Be faithful until death, and I will give you the crown of life. Woo! Wouldn't you rather have a crown of life than all the money on the world? I would. Wouldn't you rather have a crown of life from Jesus than, I don't know, that career that you've always wanted? I don't know. You are going to be going through some stuff. That crown of life is what you got to think about. I, I, I love that verse so much. Be faithful unto death and you will receive the crown of life. That is what we have to focus on. That's what we have to focus on. I've said it once, I'll say it again. And I have to practice what I preach too. Uh, but also just like talking it out, having other people listening to it. Getting, I, I, I imagine everybody's getting hyped up to it. Not just because I'm saying it, just because like, I mean, it's from the word of God, man. It's from the word of God, baby. We're, we're all getting hyped up together. Togetherness is what I want. And I'm imagining when people listen to this or whenever I get into uh, the Bible aspect of the podcast, I want to get people hyped up. I want people motivated because I know it's hard out here. And uh, one big thing is I hate weekends. I hate weekends and holidays. Happy Happy Fourth of July. It already passed. But right now I'm not a big fan of holidays or weekends because I've already had experienced those alone. And I know those people out there that are ex- doing the exact same thing I'm doing and they can't be around family or it's hard to be around family all the time or friends and stuff like that on certain holidays. You know, I try to make a, I mean, of course I'm going to go for Christmas and make a huge effort there. But there's other holidays there. And then weekends, you know, especially if you move to a new city and move to a new state, you don't know anybody there, no friends, no family. It's hard to build up that community. It takes time. And I'm not enjoying weekends so much because it's lonely. And I'm I'm letting y'all in on this because I know there's probably somebody out there that's feeling the exact same way, exact same way. And it's good to talk it out. And it's good to know that you're not in alone. Because I have no motivation on the weekends. I just want to sleep. Sleep through the whole weekend. I'm just like, that's all I want to do on the weekend. I dread the weekends. People are on Friday going, man, I can't wait for the weekend. I'm pumped up for it. I'm on Friday going, I wish I had two more days of work or something. Because if I don't have a show or something going on, I I don't. It's just, it's it sucks. Same thing with 4th of July or any other holiday. It's... It's tough when you're alone. No friends, no family, no nothing. And you see other people with their family and with their friends or whatever. And you just look at that. 
and you're trying i mean i try not to look at it that way because i'm like i'm like i'm happy for them like that's awesome but also it's just it's so hard it's so hard and i had a little come to jesus moment this weekend because i was going through that and i was just thinking to myself i was like man god i was like i'll be honest this is hard i was like this is hard being in the situation that i'm in and then also you know, having nothing to do on the weekends. But guess what? You got to push through. The proof of your faith is endurance. Whatever your, I mean, it may be loneliness. That might be your season right now. I know a lot of people in early 20s, loneliness is a, is a huge season. But here's the thing though, and I'm learning this as well, uh, but there's a lot to learn from loneliness. I'm trying to you know, get into that part of learning. But dude, that one-on-one time with God is something magical. I'm telling, I don't, I be honest, I don't know exactly what all of it entails. I'm in the middle of it right now, so I don't know what all of it entails. But man, that one-on-one time with God is, is totally different. It's totally different than um, when you, like you get married or you're in a serious relationship or whatnot, there might be, you know, that time of being lonely might be a time of where God is trying to build you up for something. Maybe, maybe, you know, he's got something, he's got something for you around the corner. I don't know. Maybe he's prepping you for somebody that's about to enter your life. And he's just trying to prepare you for it. Who knows? Either way, take this time and know that these words are from God. I am with you. Meditate on those. I am with you. I have to meditate on those all the time. I have to remind myself. Because, I mean, I'll read it, but I don't feel it. And I have to repeat it all the time. And God will bless you with peace. God will bless you with that. Um, the devil may put things in your life. So you'll be tested. The strongest relationships are formed through testing and trials. So rejoice in them. There we go. The strongest relationships are formed through the testing of trials. Man. When you look at it that way, it brings a whole new light. You're like, well, you know what? Maybe, man, maybe this is a blessing right now. It is. Well, you'll st- I mean, b- trials are blessings. You're growing stronger whether you believe it or not or whether you, you see it. You're growing. So I just want to encourage y'all to uh, stay in there because if you're one of those people that hates the weekends and holidays right now like me, and I don't hate them inherently. I don't think they're bad, but I mean, I'm just not. I think, okay, hate's a strong word. I don't like them right now. Not a big fan of them. It's just the season I'm in. But if you, I mean, relatable because y'all could be in that season as well. And I just want to give y'all a shout out. Stay strong, soldiers. God's got something for you. I don't know exactly what it is. I don't know what he's got for me either. But I'm just trying to uh, it's hard. But just every day I'm going to be his rollerblading soldier. That's what I'm going to be. Rollerblading soldier. From bus stop to bus stop, fighting crime on rollerblades. Oh, you, oh, you got it, all day. I don't know if you ever seen. I've never seen a crime fighter on rollerblades, but there we go. Just <clears throat> stop. I'm gonna make a citizen's arrest. You're on rollerblades. That's my point. If I ever get into trouble, I'm extra fast. Hey, stop him. No, you're not. I'm in rollerblades. And then a crack comes out of nowhere. And then they caught me. Celibate. There we go. <laughs> that was how we're going to end this thing. But I want to thank you all for uh, tuning into the podcast. Uh, thank you for tuning into another episode. And uh, this is a good time to... Just kind of filling on some other things. Uh, just all my information is in my description. My website will be linked in the description. My social medias will be linked in the description. Uh, email me anytime. You can email me. 
I uh, I love to hear feedback of what y'all think about podcast episodes, what y'all would like me to talk about. I would love to just have y'all just email some certain things that maybe y'all want me to talk about on the podcast. I don't know. Uh, who knows? But all those would be linked in the description. You go for real free. Go have fun with all those. Uh, go check out the website. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw in the website again ju- just out of the simple fact because I spent six and a half hours at a Panera Bread trying to get that all figured out. And so I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited about it. And so I, uh, I, I love my website. And so I'm, I'm pumped up about it. So go check it out. And, uh, Patreon. Yes. Patreon, Patreon. I almost forgot, uh, Patreon, but thank you to everybody who subscribed to the Patreon. I will be posting an extra, uh, podcast episode this week. It'll be on Friday. Uh, it won't be every Friday. I'm thinking it'll probably more likely be every other Friday that I'll post a extra uh, podcast episode on Patreon, but I'm going to stick with Mondays is the podcast for everybody. And then Fridays is going to be the Patreon podcast or every other Friday. And we'll just stick it out like that. But thank you so much for, um, you know, put, you know, dude, give it a dollar. Like, I mean, I, it's not a lot, but to me it is. Because I appreciate all the support that I can get, uh, just from it, it. Just really means a lot. I, it's uh, it's kind of nuts, honestly. Because you know, it's it's very undeserving. It's a blessing to have people that even want to listen to this podcast, much less you know want to subscribe to my Patreon, uh, and just see where where God takes this journey of uh, of my life doing stand up comedy and, and whatnot. I mean, who knows what's gonna be. It can change any moment, but just for y'all to simply just chip in and support, it, it means so much. So thank y'all so much for uh, liking, subscribing uh, to the YouTube channel, to the podcast, uh, following on social media, any way, like and share the reels, any way that y'all could support, that'd be awesome. Um, then I'm going to end also with the fact that uh, I got a few shows coming up. I got a show Tuesday. I got a competition uh, it's the funniest comic in the Valley. I moved on. So I got a little bobblehead. I don't have it with me. I should have brought it in, but, uh, I got a little bobblehead and everything. So Tuesday, uh, we'll see, we'll see if I move on to the next round, but that was crazy that I moved on even in the first place. So super cool. And then I recently, uh, had a couple of shows. They went well. Awesome. And, you know, just trying to write some more material, stay motivated in that, keep on constantly writing more material and stuff. And I don't know, just uh, see where life takes me. And I think that's, I think that's all the updates that I all have, but I just want to thank y'all so much for uh, listening to episode 69 of Dawson's Crick. I'll be seeing y'all uh, next week.